Hi there, my name is Amara, and you are listening to Happiness 101 podcast. And here we're talking about the things that matter. After a number of strange coincidences and a lifetime of meditation, two phenomenal systems such as human design and gene keys, unlocking people's amazing potential, spreading awareness and happiness became my life's work. Anything to wake you up. So stay with me, alert and relaxed. I came across the term contemplation while working my way through the golden path in the Jinkies, a system that came out of human design and became big on its own through its medium and founder, Richard Rudd. Before that, it was associated with some day of some sort of daydreaming, this sleepy state of inactiveness which doesn't bring any benefit and kind of smells of procrastination, <laughs> to tell you honestly. Only further on, it became clear that it was contemplation which helped Archimedes to exclaim Eureka, Einstein to create his relativity theory, that it was contemplation that revealed the mysteries of my jinkies to me and set me on path to guide others through the maze. Contemplation. What is it exactly? As Richard Rudd puts it, there are three classical ways to reach the truth. They are path of meditation, path of concentration, and path of contemplation. Three paths towards the truth. Path of meditation is the yin, is the yin way, and some traditions call this path a path of the left hand, female way. It doesn't mean it, um, it is meant only for women, it's not. Each of us has a male and female inside of us, and the balance of these two elements brings equilibrium, a state which each of us is aiming towards, more or less. Path of meditation has to do with the right brain, which is wholesome as it is. One of the examples of meditation path is vipassana in the Buddhist tradition, which entails witnessing, observing. The other example can be Tantra, which is also about witnessing, letting life be as it is. Yin Wei doesn't create any resistance. It says that everything there is, is already perfect. It is awareness in its purest form. It is surrender, letting go, following life. Meditation is an effortless path which came from the East. Now, path of concentration is on the opposite side. It is a yang path, path of the left hand, a masculine path, connected with the left brain, with its logical part which likes to see things in points, sequences, stages. Yoga can be an example of this path, as it is working with a male type of energy. And again, it doesn't mean that yoga is meant only for men. It works with our male part within us, that's all. On the path of concentration, we need effort. Western version of concentration is especially popular in the form of prayers, and Eastern version can find such example in Zen tradition, for example. Um, it is when, through concentration, the insights, breakthroughs come. Concentration is the path of effort. And finally, 
we've reached contemplation. As Richard Rudd says, this path doesn't belong to any hand, and it's kind of forgotten by all. It is more difficult to give it a description in comparison with the previous two. He names Tao as the best example of the contemplation path. On the one hand, it may seem like contemplation is quite a mental thing, however, it is not like that at all. It is a profound way, and its advantage is that it is less categorical than the two previous parts, and at the same time it uses elements of concentration and meditation together. It is some sort of middle way. We don't relax enough to become completely soft, yet uh, we don't get tense in order not to become completely rough. You see what I'm getting at? Contemplation borrows from all the traditions. It uses the stable, long-standing pressure, and it does so playfully, with a smile on its face. It is a less formal way, more mundane and more suited for a modern person. The key in contemplation is to single out the object of one's contemplation. It can be anything. In the context Richard Rudd is speaking about, it is our jinkies, our genetic inheritance which opens us up, layer after layer, specifically because of our contemplation. Now, three planes of contemplation. Richard Rudd says that contemplation has a trinary base. It works on the mental, emotional and physical plane. For example, first we read about our jinkies, immersing our mind deeply into information. Then we gradually open the second layer, the emotional aspect, which is connected to our heart and sharing with others. While we can walk through the mental aspect of contemplation in solitude, the emotional one is connected with others. It is about our relationship, our relationships. As Rudd says, if we stay on the mental level, the contemplation will not go further. It will be just an additional toy for the mind. Yes, it will be a tasty toy, <laughs> but as a matter of fact, it will be useless and will not bring you any satisfaction. Emotional aspect is concerned with our feelings, and it is on this level we start to remember at the DNA level who we really are. The memory comes up on the surface, not at the mental level, but at the level of the feelings, emotions. The power of heart and mind joined together is the essence of contemplation. When awareness dawns upon our body through sensing, we might feel discomfort because very often the first thing we come across on the emotional level is our pain, our shadow side, our victimness. That's where we can find the real treasure. While we continue diving deeper into contemplation, we reach the physical level, the deepest one. The path towards the physical level might take its time, and there are reasons for that. The body needs to get used to the continuous transformation. Also, the third deeper layer is usually the densest, and in order to pierce it through, we need not only inner readiness, but also the readiness of our physical body. And this deep physical layer is located in our belly, 
the area around our navel. That's where the mystery of our DNA lies. In our contemplative journey, none of us can predict how it is going to go and what is going to happen. We don't know how our body will react. Monitor how it happens for you. Just watch it. Contemplation is considered to be a solitude journey, and it makes sense. Your experience will be unique. It will not be like anyone else's. That's the level where the transformations and changes find us. And they are not fleeting. They are rather solid, so to speak, specific. But for that, we need to go through all the layers, one by one. We can't start with the deepest one without clearing up whatever is on the surface. And what the journey will bring, God only knows. We need to surrender to the contemplation, and as my own experience supports Rod's words, it has a great unknowing installed in it. Gene keys are meant for contemplation. In some way, it is a new way in which joy prevails over seriousness. It is a way of synthesis of all that we are familiar of all that is familiar to us and of all that we are not familiar of. It is a way of openness, innocence, and trust into life's mysteries. And as I said before, it matches our day-to-day -day life in the best possible way. If you are in a relationship right now, whether it is love relationship or friendship, parental, business, any kind, you both can benefit a great deal from relationship reading in human design. Uh, actually, I use human design jinkies and some other secret tools. And we can see into, first of all, your compatibility, the reasons that you've met, what can you teach one another, what pulls you towards each other and why, and if there is a repulsion. What is the common ground between you two and how to enhance that? And where are the possible problems might arise and what to do about them? And how can you help each other grow and in what areas? What both of you are bringing into your relationship? And what is the combination of your energies? Where can another person dominate you and what to do about it? I would really recommend you to inquire about relationship reading because it can literally save your relationship, enhance it, show you your partner from a completely different side, the side that you will truly start to appreciate. You will understand what makes him or her tick. You will understand why they react the way they react and how to really become not tolerant, but actually accepting what the other person is. And when you accept the other person, you know that the relationships, they not only become better, but they become more conscious. And the only happy relationship is a conscious relationship. So I'm inviting you to try it out for yourself. Relationship reading. I'll leave my contacts in the notes so you can inquire about it.